I'm very well, thank you. Very regular. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, unlike United's creative attacking force, not regular at all yesterday. Pretty terrible performance away at Anfield. Just about the worst thing that happens um, in football. Um, I, you know, I know you watched it, so uh, what did you think about it? Losing to Liverpool is the most pain you can have when you play for United, the words of uh, Patrice Evra. It was abysmal, wasn't it? Just everything about the performance, um, apart from a few touches from Berbatov, apart from the one move where Valencia lashed it across, lashed it onto the bar, um, just subpar defending, incredibly devoid of ideas going forward I, I don't know whether it was something to do with the formation that Liverpool were playing or once again this unit is just it's just a patchy unit at the moment you know maybe yeah I I mean I think you're right you know, very very little creativity there was Valencia on the right uh, put it into Rooney who headed it straight at Reina a couple of the half chances really good shout for a penalty on Jamie Carragher on Michael Carrick um, Valencia lashing it against the bar and, and obviously um, Michael Owen uh, through on the keeper only to be hacked down mercilessly by the evil yeah, scouse <laughs> menace that is Jamie Carragher. Um, but you're right, aside from that, very, very little uh, creativity from United. I mean, we were pretty, pretty shockingly bad. I'm not sure Liverpool much better, um, but, uh, you know, generally low quality game all round. But, uh, you know, pr- pretty no, poor performance. I mean, you know, they're one really good... I mean, in the first half, there was a point where I think it might have been Benayuna, I can't remember for sure, had um, Torres going to the left of him, Cout going to the right of him, and he knocked it to Cout, and um, we both said to each other at the time, uh, well, it's a good job that went to Cout and not Torres. Um, and then, of course, they they did get a, a chance, which fell to Torres, and, and that was the difference, really. I mean, if we'd had a chance to fall to Rooney, I think, things could have been quite different or Berbatov or whatever you know it was it it just it just did not happen for United and and you know it's once one game obviously it doesn't it, it's very meaningless in the course of a season one poor performance but there is definitely an endemic problem and I have to say unpleasant as it is what one thing we really did miss yesterday was Cristiano Ronaldo Sure, if, when 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 United aren't playing well, you you need that kind of battering ram, and and we didn't have that. I mean, the fact is, without without Cristiano, we we need you know our attacking players to be you know, playing well, being creative, creating chances for each other. Um, we don't have someone who's going to do it all on his own. No, really aside, I guess, um, and he didn't really have a great game, not a lot of service. So generally, pretty pretty poor performance all round. I mean, I didn't I didn't think actually uh, Fernando Torres was all that great. I mean, one thing he is good with the ball over the top, right? So this is a tactic that Liverpool used at Old Trafford last season, basically to move from back to front very quickly and you know, the, the kick and rush old style direct football, and it's very successful. And, and for two players that are such good defenders, Ferdinand and Vidic have struggled with that. Vidic especially is, you know, hasn't looked great under the high ball, and Ferdinand's obviously, you know, well documented his uh, problems with form at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you seem to think he was significantly at fault for the Torres goal. Well, uh, technically he was. So he was, um, he was a yard the wrong side, um, and he needed to be pushing Torres wider. 
and it was just too easy for Torres to hand him off and then and then obviously beat Van der Zaar at the near post which is a, another crime I guess I mean less fault on the on the keeper I think than than Ferdinand but yes I, I think Ferdinand at the top of his game shepherds um Torres too wide to be able to score yeah and and you know I mean the performance aside what do you think we've learned so far this season about this United side because we're going to come on to it later um, but they were pretty excellent against CSKA Moscow especially in the last sort of half an hour of the game they, they really dominated and they looked incredibly dangerous every time they had the ball is it just that they they're, they're just slightly lacking against the, the better side is that, is that what the problem is? Well, I think um, if you take the best sides we've played this season, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea in the Charity Shield, and, and perhaps Wolfsburg at home, right? German champions and all that. We've struggled in all of them. We we keep the ball really well for the most part. Not so great yesterday. Um, but I don't think that's you know a major fault of United's. Um, but we're just struggling to break down sides when we really need to. And the back four, I, I don't know whether it's to do with uh, injuries or over-rotation or what. It's just not the same high standards it used to be in the past. Now, I don't think that's an endemic problem. I, I don't think they can't fix the problem with the, the defending. But we said at the start of the season, in fact, in the, the season preview on Rant, um, and, and uh, one I did on the number of goals that United would have to score... In order to make up for the lack of Cristiano Ronaldo, and the fact is we're just not going to score as many goals without him, I don't think. We are going to have to be tighter defensively, and at the moment we're not. So um, if we if we can't break down teams in the in the way we'd like to uh, when we're not playing well, and remember, you know, Ronaldo was great at that. When United weren't playing well, he'd score one from 40 yards or pull out a free kick or something like that. Then, then we might struggle. I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, the difference between the top teams is so marginal that it's, you know we only have to be a couple of percent off. We've got some problems, and you know, three or four points is the difference between champions and second place. Absolutely, and, and you know, there's the whole the hoary old footballing cliche that when you don't play well and you win, that's the mark of a championship-winning side. That game against Liverpool at Anfield is an example of a game that we might have won in previous years despite the fact that the performance wasn't all that. I mean, I, I can think of a couple of occasions where we've won at Anfield despite not being particularly brilliant. I can't, I can't really leave this, uh, this rant about, um, about uh, the Liverpool game without, without talking about some of the decisions because it, I think it did have a, an effect. I mean, the, uh, I've seen the um, Carragher's challenge on Carrick and he's taken the ball and then the man now... In any scenario, other than in the penalty area, the referee gives a free kick 10 times out of 10, uh, for sure, because he's taken the man. And I think many referees might have given that as a penalty too. So I don't think he got that one right. Uh, Carragher hacking down Owen, that's just wrong. Um, in fact, um, Graham Pohl came out and said he got the, right, got the decision right there. I, there's, <laughs> just, there's just no, there's no cover. There's no cover. It's just wrong. Um, this, is I, a, this, is, this is a man who gave three yellow cards in a World Cup. Uh, quarter final was it? So, that that's right. Yeah, I think Nemanja Vidić uh, was very unlucky for his first yellow card. Not really the second one. I mean, he did pull the player down on the halfway line, but um, the second one, he, when he's uh, he's fouled and then he's gone in and made the second clean challenge, uh, and the uh, he didn't obviously didn't hear the um, the whistle and the referee's given him a yellow card for that. Pretty harsh. 
Um, I think there's a tug on Ryan Giggs in the box. Um, the, sorry, the push. That could have resulted in the penalty in the first half. I think that one's a 50-50, and I'll probably give a 50-50 to the Nemanja Vidic, um, Dirk Kaut, uh shirt wrestling match as well. So, um, all in all, I think United were unlucky. No, Berbatov as well was booked um, for reasons... Uh, defying logical explanation of any kind, and and Lucas uh, committed nine fouls, <laughs> count them nine, and didn't you, see a yellow card. You were just getting angrier and angrier and angrier every time he fouled someone. Well, it's just under the totting up procedure. He he's got to he's got to receive one. So um, bad decision again. I don't know whether the referee just lost count there. It was a really really shockingly bad refereeing performance. A refereeing performance that you'd have to ask serious questions about the fitness. I don't mean uh, physical fitness in this case, but the 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 uh, professionalism of the referee and his abilities as a referee because. It was everything that's wrong with refereeing. It was inconsistent. It was a random application of the rules. It, it distinctly favoured one side over the other. And I'm glad that we spent the first five minutes of the show talking about how bad United were and then launched into the referee because I do think that is the order of importance. I, I think it's not like we lost the game because we were hard done by by the referee, but we were definitely hard done by. So, um, moving on then, um, CSKA Moscow last week in the Champions League, I thought a very controlled performance again by United in, in the Champions League. Obviously have a very European style at some point, and I know Ferguson has said um, earlier this season that Europe's perhaps the priority, maybe that's just being realistic, Chelsea is so strong this season. Um, kept ball really well, created the chance when we needed it. I thought it was uh, pretty stark how United switched around the tactics in the second half to, to go much more direct, um, realised that the ball held up, so played balls into the channels for Vanani and Valencia, who were both really good on the night. It was just a fantastic performance, wasn't it? And, and that kind of switch to... Uh playing long ball football essentially but down the wings um was was really effective and the the way the ball was holding up on the pitch uh, just the the use of the ball nani was absolutely excellent against csk moscow and and as good against moscow as he was kind of has been poor on occasion this season just just really really good valencia was excellent very well deserved goal like you say very controlled performance but also with a lot of creativity and it could be the fact that csk moscow just a, a much worse side than liverpool obviously but still, that that unit did perform on the night and, and did function creatively. They did. Um, uh, it kind of reminds me of the old days of, uh, sort of Cambridge and, and uh, Wimbledon. I remember John Beck's Cambridge side that nearly got promoted to the to what was the old first division in the early 1990s where they used to sand the corner of the pitch and launch the balls long. And uh, United perhaps weren't as crude as that. They obviously got a lot more talent. But uh, yeah, it was just an effective tactic on the day. Um, and then in midfield, they they did what they needed to do. I I, I thought it was a good all round performance, and they clearly uh, United are on top. And, and I think Moscow will be being quite easily at Old Trafford. They just haven't got enough. Uh, of course, sacked Juan de Romas today. He's been in charge for all of about three minutes. Wow, I di- I didn't realise that. That's um, <laughs> poor old Juan de Ramos. He's had a tough old time of it, hasn't he? He's he's now looking for his nineteenth club in fifteen seasons as a manager. So uh, yeah, he's he, he's had a tough gig there. Um, Much like um, Gareth Southgate at Middlesbrough, only instead of giving him three games, they gave him you know 
a ridiculously long amount of time. Well, it's a, it's a strange one, um, Southgate, because he should never have been appointed. Um, it's that old adage of um, putting a learner driver in charge of a Ferrari. I suppose uh, Middlesbrough aren't quite a Ferrari these days. But yeah, he he, uh, he shouldn't have been appointed. He didn't have the right coaching badges. I think he took offence when uh, Sir Alex Ferguson pointed this out. But uh, he's had two and a half years in charge of Middlesbrough. Uh, strange that they'd sack him when they're fourth. Um, really should have done that in the summer when they got relegated. Um, now, I'm talking of uh, northern teams in the championship, uh, United uh, faced Barnsley in the Carling Cup this week. And uh, some some additional interest over and above the, the chance to see some uh, excellent kids. Um, Robbins is manager of Barnsley now. He's uh, the older rant readers remember him as the curly-haired striker who uh, perhaps one of United's first super subs before uh, Oli Solskjaer was uh, at the club. Um, scored, uh, I don't know, 20, 20-odd goals in 60-odd appearances for the United first team. Famously scored the header in the third round of the FA Cup in 1990 that um, apparently kept Sir Alex Ferguson in his job. I mean, that, that that's what he'll uh, always be most beloved for, of course, by Manchester fans. He, he is the man who made Sir Alex Ferguson. That's right. And uh, he's um, he's had a pretty decent managerial career. Spent a couple of years um, at Rotherham, um, first as player coach and then uh, took over as manager. Um, had a bit of a journeyman career after leaving United. He's been at, I think he was in Dresden for a while and Norwich. Um, and then at Rotherham and a bunch of other clubs uh, in the lower reaches of the leagues. But um, United uh, will take a bunch of kids and squad, you know, fringe players. I, I guess we'll see both of the De Silva brothers, um, maybe Ben Foster or perhaps Thomas Cusack will get a game. Um, I guess Wes Brown will probably play along with Richie Delay and Gibson and Welbeck and Machado. And yeah, I mean, um, I said this after our last Carling Cup game. I'm thinking about becoming a supporter of the Man- a full-time supporter of the Manchester United Carling Cup team because I just really like seeing those kids play. I think they're an exciting bunch. Um, and you know that if if United do have periods where they misfire this season, there's perhaps a chance for some of the more creative players in that team to to come through. Yep, um, I think at the beginning of the season we all thought that Macheda and Welbeck would get more of a chance. Um, I think Macheda's been on the bench once, Welbeck's um, obviously started game a couple of weeks ago but uh, yeah we, we just really haven't seen much of them and, and so they'll, they'll both play for sure uh, barring injury uh, and it'll be nice to see them on Wednesday night I, I kind of want to ask how, how good do you think this United team is as it stands at the moment I mean without wanting to be knee-jerk about the performance against Liverpool because there have been some real highlights this season already but also some real low lights and also some very just average lights how, wh- where do you see this team sitting in relationship to the, the, the best United sides I well I'll stick with my prediction at the beginning of this season and it's not to be negative but I think United will come second in the Premier League um, just a little bit too inconsistent I think it's a very good United side and a very good United squad and that could be the thing that um, swings it for Ferguson at the end of the season um, the fact that Chelsea can't spend or probably won't be able to spend in January United can if they want to uh, probably won't by the way um, but it's a very good squad so that's the thing that could swing it um, I think 1-11 to 11, we've certainly had better teams uh, at United we're just missing a little bit um, I mean the fact that going away to Liverpool we ended up playing with Scholes and Giggs great players though they've been and Giggs has obviously been fantastic this season but two very elder statesmen went into the game without a proper defensive midfielder um, couldn't break up play um, when we needed to and you know start playing a bit dirty uh, when we went 
really playing very well. And we're just we're one striker short. It just feels like we're one top quality striker short. I mean, Michael Owen came on, didn't make a difference, did he? And he's not going to because he's not that kind of player. And I, I think it's a bit disingenuous of uh, Sir Alex to call him a great substitute. Actually, he's not. He's he's a he's a man who needs to be playing all the time. He's a great player to have in the squad to be able to use as a substitute. But it's very different from him being a great substitute. So I think we're just a couple of top class players short of of being as good as previous United sides. And I think we'll probably be found out in Europe as a result of that because if uh, Bobatov and Rooney aren't at the very top of their game creatively then we might struggle against the top sides. Yeah, it's interesting it's interesting reflection. Yeah. Um and so just to just to round up um this week's rant cast, uh, I thought we'd uh, you know, quick chat about Blackburn Rovers next yeah, week. Talk- Talking of struggling against the top sides, we get to play against Blackburn Rovers, who have been doing just that, uh, getting thumped by all and sundry. Let's hope uh, it's a perfect tonic to uh, the Liverpool game. Well, that uh, you, we, we've got to assume United are going to win this. Blackburn are not in great form at the moment. They'll, they'll come and play one up front um, and launch it. It's a Sam Allardyce team after all. And uh, yes, uh, per- perfect for getting United's um, Premier League momentum back on course. Um, I would have thought you know, three points picked up. It's an Old Trafford tie after all. More than three points though, what would be brilliant would just be a performance a kind of confidence building performance. Um, I think that would be extremely useful for the for the whole season. I think Rio Ferdinand and Nemanja Vidic need a clean sheet if they're both playing of course I mean Johnny Evans has got to be thinking to himself what do I need to do yeah and which of the two of them do you drop because really it's Rio that's been struggling the most it is but I mean he's the class player isn't he he's it's form not 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 class that's the problem with Rio I don't think there's anything terminal about how he's playing he just needs games so uh, but he won't he obviously won't play on Wednesday night but I'd be really surprised if um, Ferguson dropped either of them I don't think he's coming close to it yet but um, it's unfair on Evans because Evans is a really good player. Yeah absolutely but then you know there's a long list of players that have uh, struggled in the shadow of the United first team isn't there? It's um, that's the point it's uh, it's United they've got to be top players Uh, unfortunately John O'Shea does make the side every week so (laughs) every week every week relentless and again I I don't know I I just don't want to slag off John O'Shea because Sir Alex Ferguson obviously rates him very highly indeed because otherwise he would have been gone by now I mean I I think uh, both the De Silva brothers will eclipse him eventually Um, Fabio had a really really good game uh, against Moscow uh, we didn't talk about that earlier, and oh, he can play true. play on either side. Uh, and Rafa de Silva's played um, in the reserve team for the last couple of weeks. Oh, oh actually, and uh, just to finish um, against Barnsley, we will also see Gabriel Obertan, who's now played three reserve sides uh, games, and he'll probably start. Oh, that's exciting! Oh, talking of exciting. Well, um, I, I'm glad to see that the United Rant Twitter feed is an inclusive, uh, welcoming, non-prejudiced Twitter feed that will allow egg chasers to follow it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, Twitter.com forward slash United Rant, and uh, you you can find out what Paul's talking about there. And uh, on that note, I think we'll call it a night. Um, hopefully, uh, you're um, you're coming around after the Liverpool game uh, on Sunday. It's a pretty hard one to get over, but uh, I'm sure the kids will provide a bright note on uh, Wednesday night, and then Blackburn Rovers at the weekend uh, for another win.